Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. I'm going to be going to Tokyo Comic-Con at the end of November, sharing a table with Uncle Jeff Darrow. So if you're in that region, stop through and say hi. The videos are brought to you by the comic books that we make. On the stands right now, I have Red Room, The Anti-Social Network, and Red Room Trigger Warnings. Each of these trade paperbacks contains four complete stories, as well as about 70 pages of additional material that you won't find elsewhere. On the stands uh, now, Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design Monster and Madness, which is going to be getting that beautiful... Marvel Treasury Edition format in early 2023, and he has the uh, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive trade paperback has received a new printing, so there is no excuse for you not to have that. Please support our book so that we can keep these videos coming. And today we're go we're going to be taking a look at uh, I don't know if it was the height of the speculator boom, but it was thereabouts uh, when Malibu trying to take a couple bites of that apple, the original publisher of Image Comics, they're going to create an imprint called Bravura and have like some of the greatest uh, talent of uh, mainstream comics from around the 70s uh, are going to spearhead uh, a new effort. And we're looking at maybe one of Gil Kane's final comics, man. Uh, the Edge, written by Steve Grant. You don't need your entire seat. You only need the edge. <laughs> this is my first Gil Kane. Okay. Is how I remember this. And it's awesome because he's inking himself. Yeah. Um, you know, Gil Kane, one of the all-time great comic book artists, especially the superhero artist. And you get to see it. You know, I was really, uh, I really dug this stuff whenever it came out. And I liked looking at it again, you know, getting to go back through it. But we say it all the time. Love seeing an artist ink themselves. Yes. You know, it's a very different approach. Kevin Nolan has inked Gil Kane to great effect, and I love that stuff, but it's it looks so different when Gil Kane is, you know, working out the line himself. And these are revisionist superheroes, so that's the other piece. This is 94, I want to say, 93, 94. Um, it is around that height of the speculator boom. Malibu has ha has tasted the image success, and when they leave, they start their own universe of characters that they mostly control, as well as like the uh, the next image line or legend line. Like it seemed like everybody was publishing or self-publishing this stuff, and I was buying like I bought this one at the time. I was probably about the time I started to find comic book shops, and I was on board. It's New Heroes, and you get in on issue one, and there's a lot more story here than like what I was finding in a lot of the image comic number ones. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got a writer with some pedigree who's who has some legit continuity comics uh, under his belt. Got Gil Kane, a guy who has tried and true can tell a story. He is a veteran of the comic book, uh, to be sure. Also, this is the time now that we are getting coloring labs popping up everywhere. Interior coloring, boo tunes. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Haven't heard of them a lot, no. but you know there was enough demand to uh, you get a lot of names of colorists and colorist companies around this like 1994 era where it was like, hey, we can sell these products, but we we need bo warm bodies to actually fill this stuff in. Let's talk about that Gil Kane ink line. You know, it's a very deadline. It's just it's just it's just a pen with no fuss yes. or muss. That the. It, it, very the, pure in a lot of ways. The sort of boldness at the edge of this guy is like. The, the the one line that's a little bit different. I was going to say maybe, you know, he's busting out a brush or something, but, like, he probably is just doubling up on that, that pen. Why would you bust out a dip pen for fucking one, one line? Yeah, I have no idea. I've never seen uh, any info on, like, what he's inking with. The only reason I could see doing a, di uh, doing a brush for a little bit is you're spotting some blacks. Sure. So maybe you do that and hit a reinforce a line or something like that but it, it feels like pen for the most part when i think about him and it might be one of those like kind of flare pen things man like a alex toth and uh, gil kane had a lot of uh, battles in the fan press or uh you know behind the scenes and and uh you know toth man famous curmudgeon 
famous cantankerous motherfucker called Gil Kane, the man with three names and two noses, because he, he had some plastic surgery in his day. Uh, you can't ignore the part that these guys are called the Ultimates. Yeah, I thought of that too, and, and they're kind of in that position of being separate from the, the people they protect. You know, a, a new race, a superior race. It reminded me a little bit of um, something that we would see, like, a lot of superhero teams, I think, took this direction, sure. is, is what I would say. You know, um, authority comes to mind in some ways. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, I think this is a Gil Kane self-portrait right here, because he's got those little poly walnuts joints on the side. <laughs> and this is almost that scene straight out of uh, Watchmen, you know, where there's where there's a, kind of a riot, a protest going on, and you have your overseers who watches the Watchmen. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a good note because here we are, twenty eight years ago. This that, comics up. That's definitely Gil Kane, actually. Yeah, that's one hundred percent him. Yeah, makes me wonder if this is maybe a Stephen Grant or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, it's inevitable that every drawing is somewhat of a self portrait, right? We look sure. in the mirror whenever we're trying to figure out angles and stuff, so you can't get away from it. But it, it definitely um, he mentions sort of the comics that this is inspired from. Stephen Grant, uh, he. And I think it is still in the shadow of like that 1986 and the Grim and Gritty, the revision of superheroes. You know, it's only a few years after that. <laughs> well, let's have let's give them some updated 1990s names. Oh boy! Like Phase Shifter, Intruder, Free Agent, <laughs> Free Agent, Winged Victory, <laughs> Barricade. Yeah, this and, is. And Willpower uh, is two words, so it's like his first name is William. I, I think Willpower has legs. Like to me, that's a name that, that should have had a, a better run than he gets in the Edge comic. Sure. But this is an era when I can remember Wizard Magazine making fun of all these names. Oh like, yeah. We've run out of names. And, totally. And you could see it on that splash page. Uh, some of the storytelling is frankly abysmal in this comic. Uh, this is one page of that where uh, we're supposed to assume that that this is this guy because of brown pants this is just some dude out of nowhere all these guys look the fucking same but it's not the worst page of storytelling we'll get there really really soon yeah let's see that oh yeah i think it's a little bit further yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah there are you're, you're right about that even some of the um what word balloon do absolutely you read next? anytime i gotta ask which word balloon do you read next terrible. something has has gone wrong yeah terrible i mean i mean 101 stuff and there, and there was a lot of that in here you know what that said i love this panel as being like your figure way in space above a pretty complex 3d background i feel like gil kane's rolling out his perspective lines and stuff yeah yeah he his his career man he he seems so frustrated everybody that that knew him or talked about him would speak about the erudite way he would he would talk. He was he was like a man of culture and class, and and he appreciated fine art, but he he couldn't break his his pulp ways, and he would admit that publicly. Like I just can't not do what I do. I have to do what I do. And here is our title character right there showing up, man, uh, sort of in the shadows while the uh, Ultimates are doing their thing. And this is almost, by the way, like that Michael Keaton Birdman flick. That's interesting, you know? yeah. Uh, he shows up, and he, in the sort of way they sell the figure is way more goth than he looks. You know, like Papa Shango type, but that's a pretty bouncy, poppy outfit. Yeah, the, the costuming, I think, all around is pretty generic yeah. in this in this uh, story. Because I don't know that any of the costumes, A, makes sense with the idea that, like, this is an engineered group. Right. You know, like, they get into yeah, so eugenics and stuff for how they're they're building this team up. Yeah. 
but it, you There's don't no see continuity. anything that would make sense of like, oh, this is going to be like protect humanity's protectors or something. And even like the name Edge, like that guy's wearing this white and blue costume. Like there's, it just doesn't totally like, why is he, does he use swords? Right. Is he on the edge? Like, you know, none of it really, there's a little bit of disconnect, I think, conceptually. And you would see that in a lot of these creator owned books where it's like, we're building a whole world and we get there 75% of the way. Yeah. And because these guys are good, like I find this to be a pretty successful comic, but there are shortcomings. There is. Uh, classic Gil Kane kind of montage panel, something that I, f I associate with him bringing, bringing this kind of aesthetic into, into comics. I think that background piece too speaks to uh, Gil Kane's ability to draw beyond what he was often tasked with. You know, like that looks like a real person, that looks like a suit coat. Um, you know, he gets those folds right, like all these little details that that's not how you're going to sell uh, 8 million copies of issue number one, but man, I admire the craft of it. Yeah whole lot going on here in this, in this comic. Uh, our Birdman is going to be out of gas in a second, and you're going to get one of the worst storytelling pages. Like, it didn't work when Neil Adams did it. I was going to say, like, this is a Neil Adams uh, homage, lift, um, re revisiting the site of the crime. <laughs> so, so, do you read it this way, and this is the last panel that you read? I think that's the... Is that the way it works? It's like this, are you Jack? Jack is dead, right? Like, so you read this and then you read that after you read this? Yeah. It's bullshit. That, this sucks. Yeah. You have, like, I can't believe that veterans of the comic book field who probably cumulatively at this time have 50 years of experience come up with a page of, with this bad of storytelling. Yeah, it's, look, you mentioned Neil Adams, and it's that same deal. Like, I remember the Neil Adams page that resembles this, and it's the same deal. Like, it's so, it just doesn't lend itself to reading. And this is where you can get away with, lean on your letter. Like, yeah. you've got to construct the, the word balloons in a way that that'll lead you, or at least make it obvious which word balloons to read in what order. To go from here to here, nobody's making that, figuring that out on the first read. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a tough page weird choices makes you wonder like what anybody's thinking on that one so we're we're uh, let's lean on the colorist a little bit too because i believe like after we get past this page with our edge character looking on uh, ominously as our winged fella uh, meets his maker i'm gonna throw a spoiler out by the way that winged dude was his brother and he just killed him yeah <laughs> ouch this is a uh, flashback right mm-hmm no evidence in the color right barely any evidence in the in the writing yeah we could use rounded uh there's a lot of ways to show flashback you know you could round those panel borders because we're going to like full bleed over here but we've got a panel so maybe round the corners do something to indicate that it's not just business as usual yeah but this is a group that was i guess maybe the first generation of these superheroes or at least some other test subjects i think these might have been prisoners that the uh experiments were conducted on and they turn into a supervillain group called the plague yes you know if your name's the plague versus the ultimates how much how much leeway do you have like you have to be villains if you're named the plague no doubt man also take a drink anytime the the name jack or eric is said in, in this comic because it really is a kaneda tetsuo amount of uh name dropping there's your eric right there yeah just in time morning cocktails out there everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 a it's a fascinating era this bravura 
era because there is a certain kind of comic that all kids agree are like the thing to buy and they buy it in big numbers so everybody else is trying to play catch up or try to get a little piece of that and you have to abuse a lot of your kind of knowledge and education it's like driving on the wrong side of the road over those double yellow lines when you know it feels so wrong but you got to do it in order to uh to, to to sell and to be interesting to the kids that are buying these crazy comics and uh it's interesting to see a gil kane version of that right like abusing a lot of the things that he had instilled in him in his for his entire life and and to me that's a lot of like what the bravura line is you know it's 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 veterans people have been in the game for three decades mm -hmm. up to this moment trying to like unlearn how to ride a bike i think that they just weren't prepared to create a whole world you know if you're coming from 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 40 years 50 years of doing marvel and dc yeah the world's built you right. just got to show up and do some try to do something deadline friend you know it doesn't even have to be audience uh you know friendly it just needs to be something that like deliver the product of the atom or whatever character you're working on and we've got here's their world and their supporting cast it's a lot of lifting to do yeah you know and we talk about like universes that all these different companies try to build it's almost impossible to build a universe from the ground up and if you read those early marvels like it was they're never, not doing that either no. they're doing little pieces it, it happened steps. naturally exactly yeah. but the pressure is on whenever you because that's who you're competing against and you know four or five other publishers that have whole lines of these new worlds so it is a lot of lifting and it's for guys who have little to no experience on that side of the that's true of the uh you know that that side of comics it's true and and but here's the thing also i mean same could be said for those image guys that are selling a bunch you know like no issue one of an image comic reads like an issue no, one of any kind not. of comic this feels like a missed opportunity man like uh in terms of texture with that ink pen like a lot of a lot of screen door for for uh scale this is uh, exposition, right? This is giving yeah. a backstory. Yeah, and I mentioned that. that because we'll probably exposition is going to come up in a few of the books that we look at this week. So maybe as you're watching these videos or reading comics, think about how how exposition's handled. Um, at least there's some visuals here. It's not just a talking head, you know. Show us some dinosaurs. Try to make it more interesting. I don't know that that it is all that much more interesting, but yeah. there you go. You know, we're building a world, and here's the backstory on how these heroes get their superpowers. Yeah, and of course, as our uh, as our Richard Dawkins uh dad characters talk about human evolution and all of that it's got to go to the place of creating master man sort of thing and his sons are there bearing witness to to daddy's uh experimentations and of course they're being experimented on yeah by, yeah. by the old man i mean i would just be offended to be in the presence when that right. is making me face that camera view of yeah. this fella that Roll you have that around <laughs> of course then the reader's looking at it so <laughs> Maybe he's doing us a favor. He's taking one for the reader right, right. there. <laughs> and of course, one brother's on board, the other is not. You're making monsters, and I bet Edge is the one yeah, who I is betcha. the good guy. I betcha. Dad is upset. He's created a bondage dominations attire for the boys when they go <laughs> out and try to. What happened? What's happening is through eugenics. This guy also. Why do you always gotta be experimenting on? fucking dangerous prisoners like how about mother Teresa or something like like somebody who's so like some benevolent character that wants to help even more yeah 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 like chain gang works that way like like uh, it's always a, a dude that's jacked up 
who ain't right in the headpiece, we're going to give him. Yeah. We're going to elect him to be the, the next phase of human yeah. evolution. Yeah, didn't you all read Captain America? Like, let's get a noble guy in this in this experiment. <laughs> and what's happening is, like, the first generation of these guys are, they're, they're, they're wiling out. They're going nuts, as one would expect. And so the boys have to kind of bring bring them back in. But, like, like what's the deal with this? So, so like, he didn't exactly kill his brother. Like, some mechanism inside the brother just kind of, like, a failsafe. He hit him He hit him with these darts, and I think it's the last legacy of, so the dad's dead now. Everybody believes Edge is dead. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a mystery that unfolds. But Edge has a weapon from his dad that basically shuts down whatever that superhero gene, gene is. Uh, it happened instantly. You know, he thought he was going to hit his brother and it was going to fade. But he hit it and it just shut it down and no longer could fly, collapses and dies. But now we've got this, you know, if you're if you're a living super character, or whatever, now you realize somebody's hunting you that can just like that can kill you. You know, this is not the rioters on the street. Right. How about the colors here, baby? And also the exposition. <laughs> Let's go to the cemetery and catch everybody up on what's going on. Right. Look at these. I mean, this is whew, that's tough. Yeah. Those tombstones and stuff. They are. The gradients are tough throughout this issue. Awful. A lot of backgrounds are these like multiple gradients. Because you don't do complementary <laughs> colors in a gradient. You know, purple doesn't become orange without losing all color in the middle. <laughs> this was, again, you expand so fast that you're just giving anybody you can get in front of the, the computer, you get to color this comic, that's what you end up with. And we're barely in the comic industry, really. Like, they're, they're making these floppies that could then sell other stuff. You're going to make more money selling a shirt than you are the, the comic per unit. I want a zine of all of the ads because we see these in 8-Ball and they're amazing. Hand-lettered, hand-drawing, nice designs. But you see them here too. We're going to see them in Tribe. They're in everything. And it's, I, I don't know, man. It's a part of comics, especially in 90s comics. I, I, I need that zine. All right, here's the rest of the Bravura line, man. Dreadstar that had, what, half dozen, 10 publishers up to, up to this point. Like, we, we interviewed Jim Starlin down at um, Heroes Con. And he was talking about like, oh, I'm taking Dreadstar from this publisher to that publisher. I haven't heard of not neither of those publishers. Walt Simonson on Star Slammers. Like these are like these guys are associated with these characters. Then you got Power and Glory, Uncle Howard Chaikin, uh, going to do a superhero. Probably joint. my favorite read of the group. Oh yeah, absolutely. The other one that I really like. Oh, there, this is the oh that's a that's a, a window into time, right? Yeah, for sure, right? Um, so is the death of Superman because we were just looking and talking about this year when the when Superman returns. Four of the top five books of the year are the Superman Return, and the fifth one is Turok. And that is like, we had retailers weigh in that are like, that's when sales plummeted. Yeah. And they started ordering less. So this is your signifier of where at the end of the uh, the speculator boom has stopped. Man Called Axe. Issue number one, I freaking love it. I don't love the series, but man, that first issue is one of my favorite comics. That'll be another one we look at if we look at any more of these bravuras. But um, yeah, it's... Uh, Power and Glory ain't even no, here. Uh, I guess Uncle Howie's a, a later edition. We'll see him. We'll, we'll see him for dinner Thursday and ask him about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's interesting that he's not on there. But you know, you talk about like Edge kind of uh, in in a lot of these comics dealing with like image is what's selling. So how do you do superheroes? Acknowledging that Edge is is one attempt at that. Man called Axe to me is the most successful that I've read. It's almost a parody of like the image '90s style. Yeah. And like I said, issue one is really spot on as they go deeper into. The story, I get less interested, but issue one, they nail that stuff. Super fun, man.
there it is edge one of uh gil kane's final final comics in the game man uh also loved it because his figure drawing so spot on it so is when you he, have that superhuman in the in the vat turning uh whatever it's like anatomy 101 yeah you know, it's burn hogarth or something that you're studying it's there. absolutely burn hogarth he comes from that school and he's very famous for doing like a hour of like figure drawings yeah. and stuff before he puts work on the page man to just kind of get that wrist action moving man and you, and you kind of see it you know he builds those figures yeah. like logical puzzles yeah i think that's a big part of what attracted me to it. this muscle goes here that muscle goes there you twist it into space it'll be shorter like his ability to twist it it's too, very mechanical yeah 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 yeah. He's, he's got some shit figured out no doubt man uh cake favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available jimmy tell the people what's out there man hulk grand design monster madness comic books available now the oversized treasury edition will be er available in early 2023 let your comic shop know that pre-order it so marvel knows how many of those to print Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live, back in print after almost a year out of print. Um, I just saw the new printing, so those are available, again, wherever comics are. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see lots more of my comics and art, and you can download some of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Red Room, the anti-social network, and Red Room trigger warnings. Trade paperbacks are in stores as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Each of these books contains four complete stories, and all those stories are self-contained. Uh, each book has more than uh, 70 pages of extra material between its covers. And I'm serializing new Red Room stuff before it hits paper on my Patreon, patreon.com slash edpiscor. Hit up my link tree in the description below this video for all of those links uh, to those destinations. Jimmy, tell the people what else we have out there, man. Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFAB newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist KFAB t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, and a lot more at our spread shop, also in the links below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist KFAB channel, given those marching orders, will be on our way. Read more comics.